We're back, and now it's time for the runway. The runway, which is a lot of people's favorite part of the show. Um, we get RuPaul uh, coming out looking amazing in green, neon green, futuristic. Give me the shoulder pads. Give me the legs. You better work. Earrings were a little cheap. Her earrings are cheap. Yeah, I said it. There, I said it. Let me have a look. Look, those earrings cheap. Everyone go back and watch it. Those are some cheap earrings. They are a bit Claire's accessory, right? They are. Um, and Michelle, Michelle hates the colour green, but I think she she'd be does. converted. Can I just say, is this controversial? I think this is the best Michelle has ever looked. <gasps> oh my God, that is controversial. Do you mean her face? I think the face is beat, the hair is laid. The, I think it's the best she's ever looked, Michelle. I definitely think face and hair, you're right. But, um, I think someone, she looks stunning. Someone on Reddit said, and I'm always going to credit Reddit when um, I steal things that they say. Someone said that her dress looks like... Um, something a queen would make and be sent home first in a sewing challenge. <laughs> and it did make shade. me laugh. But you're right, facially. I mean, it's probably... I was going to say it's probably because she's on Strictly and she's working out, but this was filmed way before Strictly. This is that British air. That British air has got to her. And good luck to Michelle on Strictly, by the way. Yes, Michelle for the win. She's doing really well. <laughs> she is. I, I love Michelle so much. I'm so happy. I know, I think she looks gorgeous. She does. She looks amazing. Although we do have to criticise both her and Rue because they both straight away do what everyone feared they would do a lot of, which is doing British accents. I love it. Do you? Oh, blimey, governor. <laughs> Sound like they're about Oliver Twist. You're a royal pain in the arse. May I please have some more? <laughs> I was thinking about this on the way and I was like, oh, it's so annoying when Americans do that. But then I was remembering everyone does it. We do it. Like How I... many accents have you done this episode, eh? <laughs> you've done, like, oh, Scottish, you've done Irish, you've done everything, you can bird. But I mean when you do it to someone who's from the country, that's what's oh, okay. annoying. But I do do that as well, so I am guilty of it. If I meet someone from Australia, straight away, I'm like, mm. it's like, they don't find it funny. I should and... do your Huddersfield. Hudders Wait, that's Cheryl Cole. <laughs> <laughs> How many Cheryl impressions are we featuring Richards. in this episode? She's getting a lot of coverage. Huddersfield accents. Oh, God, I can't even do you it. You can't even do your own accent. <laughs> no, right, I'm from... No, I can't do it. Sorry, next week I'll work on that. I have to practice this. That's your homework. <laughs> Take it away. I love the fact that, <coughs> sorry, um, Alan Carr looks unimpressed by their British accents. They just cut to his face and he's just like pan-faced. Are you happy with Alan Carr? I think he was the perfect choice. Oh my God, I love the Alan perfect. Carr so much. When um, they announced it, it was him and Graham. I was like, ideal. it's much perfect. in heaven. And Alan just straight away feels completely at home there. He's so funny, so likeable, so camp and drag. And I just... Yes, Alan, we loved I it. I loved it. Yeah, the only other person I think would be Paul O'Grady, but he's not into it. But Alan and Graham, top choices. Yeah, who else could they have heard? Like some, do you know, there was talk of Noel Fielding. I know he's straight, but he is very, obviously oh, very flamboyant. He's got enough going on with all the baking. Um, and who else would there have been? I don't know. Well, obviously Jonathan Ross, but he's not associated with yeah. it anymore. No, Alan and Graham, perfect. But they do have a straight man in... Um, in Andrew Garfield. They do, getting a big celeb for the first episode. I know, it's great. And he says he feels like a competition winner in gay heaven. And RuPaul says, I'll show you what gay heaven is in just a little bit. <laughs> like, I've always noticed, and once I say this, everyone listening, you'll notice when you watch the show, RuPaul completely lights up whenever there's a straight man around. You... That was my glass of water. If you, um, if you rewatch the episode where they have straight men coming in for the makeover challenge in America, Rue just completely is like in heaven. Oh, that's his thing. Definitely. I mean, all gay men love straight men. I mean, look at how we're treating Moon. We're treating him like a fucking VIP over here. <laughs> 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 Don't speak, Moon. This is a gay podcast. No, I'm joking. 
No, you can say whatever you want, obviously. It's a free country. <laughs> um, and then we have the runway. The runway. The looks. So what we got first? We've got the queen looks. No, the hometown looks first. Um, so we've got... <laughs> 50-50 chance you went for it. <laughs> I tried, guys. I went for it and <laughs> Reading is what? Fundamental. Uh, first up, we have Crystal in the pearly jacket with a three-day bender look, which is totally East London. What do we think? So you know what? I think 10 out of 10 for the wig. I love the wig. The pearls. I think the wig. I love a wig. Yeah. Wig. <laughs> is that the Katy Perry like meme? Wig. 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 <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking um, about, go watch that Katy Perry wig. I think the wig is gorgeous. I think it's stunning. I don't get the rest of the outfit. What is this blue, like, prom-like dress? And the purple gloves? But I don't think that's necessarily good. Is thing. it punky, though? I don't know. It's not punky. It's like hipster. It's like, I don't think it works. It doesn't come together for No, me. I think neck up, I'm loving it. I'm here for it. So you like a pearl necklace? I, lo I love a pearl <laughs> headdress. Ladies and gentlemen, you're watching the BBC. <laughs> um, and oh, why stop at the neck? You're giving me the whole head full of pearls. Oh my God. The guy from McDonald's might be listening today. Um, so yeah, I'm under underwhelmed by that. And then we have, um, next up, we have Cheryl Hull. Are we going to try and do it in time to the, no. No. <laughs> she does a, well, you should take the lead on this one. She's gorgeous. I think this is perfect Essex look. She's got the white dress on, white pumps, white bag. She's got the fake tan. If you do, the fake tan's uneven all over her arms. I'm loving it. It's smudged on the dress. I love an attention to detail. Do you know what I mean? I love a queen with a bit of detail. You're getting more Essex as you're talking about <laughs> I'm getting inspired by her. And it when is. she lifts her dress, that's a reference to Vajazzle, isn't it? Because her knickers a bit... It is. She's got the Vajazzle... It's, yeah, I think it's perfect. This is... And the toilet tissue on the shoe. Yes, Cheryl. Here for it. Do you fake tan? <laughs> That's a personal question. Considering everything else we've talked about, I love the fact that... Absolutely none of your business. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. We're I'm gonna naturally this orange. I'm naturally this orange. No, you don't look fake tan. <laughs> oh, I love the fact as well that Andrew Garfield is making an effort with the puns. He's like, she puts the sex in Essex. And it's like... <laughs> He kind of doesn't know whether he's getting it, but he's going for it anyway. I know, bless him. We have something Wong doing the big Birmingham bull ring, huge horns, nose ring. Loved and, it. And I was at the premiere a few weeks ago, humble brag, where Ooh, when right. this was shown and when that came on, everyone cheered and it was kind of like um, a big moment of relief where it's like, oh, we know that the runways are going to be good. Exactly. Um, yeah, because there was a fear, but I think they've really, they've really brought it. No, I love the ball. I thought it was good silhouette. Yeah. Dramatic, made exactly. a statement. Tens from me. Tens, tens, tens across the board. And then next up we have Blue Hydrangea, who's wearing yellow cranes for Belfast. Gotta be honest, sorry for being ignorant, what are the cranes about? Literally, I agree. I was worried about saying it, but I didn't get the reference. Are we just uh, ignorant of Irish history? Are we being proper English? Well, I can do the accent, so I don't think I'm that ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I watch Dairy Girls. Um, so yeah, yeah, what are the cranes? So the cranes helped build... Do you know Moon? Does anyone know? I think, yeah, she just... She said built the Titanic. Did you write in? Yeah. Right, send answer on the postcard, people. <laughs> what are the cranes about? I mean, I kind of don't care, but I know that I don't... <laughs> to me, she just looks like a Morrison sign, and I'm just <laughs> not really into it. And it looks a bit school project, but I do like the fact Andrew Garfield says, all tea, no crane. And it's like, yeah. I do like the dress, though. I'll give her props for the dress. I think it is nice. Yeah. And if you're from somewhere that doesn't have... I'm not saying Belfast doesn't have iconic things. 
like from Huddersfield, then you have to kind of scrape the barrel, don't you? You do. Oh, bag of chips. We've got bag of chips next. She's doing her Amy Whitehouse from impression. From Camden Town. What did you think of this? I loved it. I thought it was great. I used to live in Camden. Did you? No, yeah, I did. Right by the Holy Arms pub, where Amy used to serve us. I've been served by Amy Whitehouse behind the bar. Really? Uh, obviously, when she was alive, not the ghost of Amy Whitehouse. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really creepy. Yeah. She's... How did you know it was her? I don't know, Amy Winehouse, Amy Winehouse. She's quite, she kind of has an iconic look, babes. What, but you mean, when she was famous, she was working behind the bar? She used to get drunk, and because it was her local, they just let her go behind the bar, and she would just pour pints for people, and just not even charge anyone. Did you get a picture? Nah, babe. This was like, I didn't know my Are you lying, like your friend? (laughs) (laughs) No, but this was like, I didn't, this was, you know, this would have been like 10 years ago. Oh, I love that. I'm so jealous. She would just get behind the bar and pour pints for everyone, and charge no one. Oh, and the manager was those just were like, the days. Oh, those were the days. I assume they were the days. <laughs> um, so you are best judged to judge an Amy Winehouse impression. I loved it. I thought it was. I thought it was affectionate. I didn't think it was taking the piss at all. No, I like the fact she did it. But I think if you're going to do Amy, a lot of people have done Amy. I think you kind of have to really commit to it. She did in terms of her acting, but I think the look could have been gone even further. Yeah, I think. Um, and then we have another person. I mean, it's kind of weird on the first episode to do a reference to someone else, but. To me, it works. The Vivian does it as well for her hometown look. She does Pete Burns. Did you get Pete Burns? I've got to be honest, I had to be told. I do like Pete Burns, but I didn't... I agree with you. I didn't... When she first walked out, I didn't get Pete Burns. But then once it was said, I was like, oh, that was me being stupid because it clearly is. The hair and makeup is perfect for him. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I think they kind of went a little bit over the top with how much they loved it, but I still did love it. I think if you're going to do Pete Burns, you should come out in a gorilla coat. You remember? Oh, yeah, Big Brother! brother When she was getting arrested for it. (laughs) Or she could have come out as, like, dead Pete Burns. Would that be too controversial? (laughs) Yeah, I think that would. The corpse of Pete Burns. Again, why I'm not on the show. Although, he probably is very well preserved. Dead or alive. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Vinegar Strokes does London with... Oh, my God. It's not great, but in her defence, go on her Twitter. Have you been on her Twitter? No. She put up her original outfit. What was it? It was amazing. It was a um, uh, like a caftan of the Victoria line. And she this is blue... piping hot tea. I this is it. hot tea, guys. Get on her Twitter. She she uploaded it. She had a caftan of the Victoria line, bright blue hair, and had like double decker buses in that. But um, apparently, licensing, she couldn't wear it on the runway. Hold up. What Hold do you mean up. licensing? I think the TFL. They must own the logos and that. TFL, like the TFL were after them. I suppose in souvenir shops you do get TFL merch, don't you? Yeah, the TFL would have been after that, but yeah. What a crock of shit, that's so unfair. So did she have to cobble that together at the last minute? I don't know, babes. That's what I don't know. <laughs> you weren't really Essex again, then. <laughs> I'm blaming Cheryl Hole for you turning into fucking... You Chris. watch, by the end, episode six of this, I mean, full on, full on Gemma Collins. Well, jail guy. I do love the GC, just as a sidebar. GC. I really do. Oh, I feel really bad for now, then, yeah. because I thought it was indefensible... That is a word, isn't it? Yeah, but now she has a defence. Now, yeah, she is defensible. Yeah, no, it, it, it did smack of like, you've got 10 minutes, we can't use that on the runway, find something else. Smacked of, to me, you made it while on smack. Like, because <laughs> she has no excuse because to me, she has money because she was in West End. Exactly. But now you've explained it, I completely yeah. take and it And it was a gorgeous outfit. If you go on her Twitter, it's gorgeous bright blue wig. It's a shame, it was amazing. We're going to be posting that later to our official Instagram. If I remember, but we should do that. Yeah. Um, which is, what is our Instagram? <laughs> at United, United Queendom Podcast. Follow United us. United Queendom Podcast. Follow us. Yeah. Like all our stuff. 
Watch our stories. I haven't put any stories. Send us clap emojis. Love a clap emoji. <laughs> Gives me life. And we have next up Gothy. <laughs> Gothy Kendall. Gothy Kendall. I'm into it. She's in my head. Uh, what a uh, catchphrase. So c- can you explain the reference here? Leicester Tiger. I think Moon might be best. Do, do you watch Tiger. football, don't you? Yeah. So, so what's Leicester? Um, yeah, that, I think that's fair. Their football team is called the Leicester Tigers. Mm, the football team. Moon, why do we have a straight man here if we can't ask you about football? <laughs> What's the point of you? A fox as a football team. It might be the rugby team. Oh. Rugby? That was my idea. Okay. Yeah, you're supposed to be the rugby expert, Mr. She Huddersfield. With tiger face paint, and then she does something that's becoming quite iconic, isn't it? Which is the growl. Grr. 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 Sounds like me hitting on someone. <laughs> Grr. Grr. <laughs> but we'll get to that later because someone sums that up better than I think we ever could. <gasps> Iconically. Iconic. Um, we have Scaredy Cat next. She she does Wiltshire and she's like, my hometown look is mythology, I guess. I'm like, well, if you don't fucking know, how are we going to know? <laughs> I know. I think this look is quite incredible. It's I good. think it looks incredibly expensive. It's inventive. It's gorgeous. The shoes. Those shoes are like straight out like the BFG or something. Or like, a, like the twits, the like rolled. I think it's, her looks are like so impressive. I've never said this word before and tell me if this word, is it editorial? It is, it's fashion, look it up. I've always wanted to say it's that because I used to watch Project Runway and I was like, could I get away with something? Yeah. And then um, next we have Divina. Miss Tit Trumpets. This is like really well put together, but something about it, um, is it too much? I think it's too much. I think it's too much. It's all a bit of a hodgepodge. Yeah, it's Yorkshire pudding, Brighouse and acid tea, trumpets, and it's just, I like the fact it's camp and I like the colours, but. Just... I do. I like those wigs. Those are like the uh, Priscilla wigs, aren't they? Yes. Oh, Priscilla. I, I do, but maybe she should have just done like a tea bag. Like, like Alan said, just come out in a massive tea bag. That made it fashion. <laughs> Use tea bags and make it fashion. Well, that is the. Le- I would have loved that actually. A big gown out of tea bags. Yeah, that would have been cool. You're exactly. right. Exactly. Oh, I should be on the show. And I shouldn't. That's what we're learning. <laughs> so next up, Queen Elizabeth realness. Uh, we have Crystal coming out in a military dominatrix. Loved it. I thought it was gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Sparkly crystal detail. I like detail. I love a detail. Yeah, it's very detailed. And I would have been worried impressive. maybe with that look that everyone would do it. No, actually, it's not. Because you wouldn't think of the Queen in that, would you? Yeah. No, I thought it was gorgeous. Well done, Crystal. Well done, Crystal. Well done. And then next up, we have Cheryl Hole, your favourite, because you're being very well, biased. Well, was my favourite. Until this. this look. Not so pretty it's in pink. so basic. I'm sorry. It's basic, yeah. The basic pump shoes. No. Come on, Cheryl, do better. That basic hat. That's straight out of Matalan. No. I don't mind the hat. As you can tell from my holy jumper. Um, and then Andrew Garfield gives another one of his critiques, takes the man out of Olivia Coleman. <laughs> Not the best pun. She's stretching, isn't she? She is. Um, I love the fact that they're treating Andrew Garfield the way that I think us gays get treated when we try sport. Like, <laughs> I'll try and kick a ball and straight when I'm like, oh, you tried. And that's what they're doing with his puns. Like, yeah, Aww, sure. you tried. Oh my God, next up, Sung Ting Wong. Living, standing ovation, standing ovation. We're not, but you don't know that. Um, <laughs> she does the stamp, and can I just say, this sounds like I'm lying, but when they announced the Queen Elizabeth thing, I was thinking of what I would do, and I did immediately think of the stamp. Look at you. Is it inventive. that inventive, or is it you quite are obvious? so smart. 
Yes, I did think that's what I would do, but I definitely would not have pulled it off like she did. She looked amazing. So good. And the twist of lick me, I didn't think of. Yeah. That's Mm. so clever to turn around and give another thing. Tens across the board. Do you think she made it herself? What? (laughs) Do you doubt her? Well, I mean, a lot of the queens have their outfits made for them, and that one looked quite like, like, involved some craft. She, oh, maybe she got some craft women involved. A lot of them do. Like, Davina definitely would have made her outfit. Yeah. They, um, for that one, they will have paid... I mean, the Thames one, I can believe, was made by her. <laughs> I can believe that was made by her. Although I blame that on someone else if it was me. But um, And then next up we have Blue Hydrangea. I thought this was brilliant as well. It's brilliant. Doing the coin look. I thought it was so well done. The silver face. No, living. Yes, definitely living. Although I think um, this isn't her fault, but I think if she'd come out before something, it would have had more impact because it's like the stamp and the coin are both really great references and it's kind of just a thing of which one did we see first? I think everyone loves something more because she was the first one like, ah, stamp. I would have loved the silver to go all over the shoulders and the chest, but that's being picky, that's being picky. That's what we're here for. We are. That's what we're paid for. (laughs) (laughs) On episode one, I'll give you a pass, give you a pass episode one. Um, We've got Bagger and I feel like we're seeing a lot of boring pink for the queen, but um, yeah, pink flowers. It's just a bit... She is selling it, though. She's giving me queen. She's, she knows how to sell it, bagger. She's doing the wedgie thing. Again, it's, it seems to be her shtick, but it's working so far. And then we get the Vivian. And Balmoral queen. Balmoral. Hunting with the coolgies. It looks very elevated. It kind of looks like she's doing it for, like, a film or something. It does. The makeup and hair is amazing. So, yeah, she can't really be faulted for that. Um, and giving you character. I do like a queen who gives character on the runway. Don't just stomp it. Give me a bit of character. And someone mentioned Robin Williams at some point. I think it was Robin her. Williams? Yeah, with Mrs. Yeah. Doubtfire. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> and I think I am getting that from that. That kind of just really good. Yeah. <laughs> you were outraged then. Robin, Robin Williams? Yeah, I was like, what's that going to do? There's no place here on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what also has no place is that yellow dress that Vinegar oh. Strokes is wearing. Vinegar Strokes? What have you done, babes? I think she looks more Les than Liz. Um, she, she is going to church on a Sunday morning. Yeah. She's going to evangelical church. That is not the one. Hallelujah. Um, and then we've got Gothy, who's doing the fresh young queen in her 50s. Not in her 50s, in the 50s. <laughs> she wasn't fresh <laughs> young in her 50s. She stomps the runway. She's got places to be, Gothy Kendall. I didn't mind this outfit. It was good. It's just she doesn't sell it. Sell it, babes. Yeah, that's the tea. Grr. Do you know what I mean? We get um, Scaredy Cat coming out as Baby Princess, which I think is a good reference. Well, just to know you're going to do something different, be the baby queen. Yeah, do something different. Again, she sold it, throwing her shoe off. And it's a nice reference to the fact that the queen herself probably now is wearing a nappy. <laughs> it's like a, it's a bit of a like full circle moment. I'm sh- I think that's what she was getting at with this. I think that's what she was going for. I'm not making any oh royal my. friends this episode. God, we're losing all the royalists this episode. <laughs> and then D- Davina does the star and the garter in blue. And at the risk of sounding ignorant again, I don't know what that is. I don't know what it is. I did love it though. I thought it was gorgeous. Yeah, it's sexy but classy. It's... The boobs are a bit big for me. Yeah. Well, they but... always are. <laughs> <laughs> There's a like bit of a gap, boobs. yeah. But she, she's got an amazing body, hasn't she? She does. She is stunning. And Andrew Garfield gets to... This is his best pun of all his attempts, which is, she's less Dame Helen Mirren and more Damn Helen Mirren. And I was like, that just goes to show if you throw enough shit at the wall, something will stick. Which is basically... This podcast proves! (laughs) 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 Um, Some it will work. 
we get to the um, they're all standing on the stage and now they're getting their critiques who was your favourite on the runway Ed? my favourite on the runway was Something One in both categories who was your, fa- yes. who was your favourite hometown so your favourite hometown was Something One with the bullhorns Yes, for both. I thought when I watched this, because when we were at the premiere, they didn't show us the last 10 minutes of who was... Did you know Ed was at the premiere, guys? Don't know if he's mentioned that. Does he mention that before? Were you at the premiere, Ed? The thing was, I was at the premiere. (laughs) (laughs) And um, they cut off the last 10 minutes of the episode, so we didn't leak who won. But I just left being like, well, obviously something won. won." Um, So I was gagged when she wasn't. Sorry. <laughs> you were so gagged. <laughs> can, you, can you not react to my gas? Because then it like makes it more of a thing. <laughs> it's just a small pre-burp. <laughs> pre-burp? Oh, my burp. Just a rehearsal burp. Uh, who did you think was best? <laughs> I think my hometown look, okay, I'm biased, but I thought Cheryl killed it. Really? Yeah. You are being biased. I am being biased. I just thought the detail on it, I thought I loved it. I think in the Queen Liz look, you know what? Controversially, I might go for Crystal. Um, I thought it yes. was gorgeous. I agree with you, actually. I do think that was really good. It was really, really good. Yeah, I'd go for Cheryl and Crystal. It was the most Ooh. fashionable. Yeah. For, 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 close second was something wrong. Yeah. The stamp. I love the idea. I think the dress was a little plain for me. Oh my God, I'm being very picky now, aren't I? That's what we're here for. Oh my God, I'm being very discerning. We don't get paid to sit on the fence. <laughs> so sometimes it's quite nice to sit on the fence. Mm-hmm. Right angle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I like I like the fact that I was caught off guard because something um, wasn't someone I was expecting to turn a look. Yeah. And then she just came out and just wowed. Um, who did you expect to be bottom two? Um, well, it has to be Vinegar Strokes. It has 100%. 100%. Question. Those outfits were just, nah, babes, unforgivable. Yeah. What are you doing, babes? That yellow, no. Take two, yeah. Um, and then I think, pro- yeah, I think probably Gothic, Gothic Kendra. The look was okay. It's just she didn't sell it. That nerves, babe. I get that. Yeah, on the first episode, if you don't show personality, you're making yourself a candidate for the bottom. But I thought, in terms of the actual looks, I thought Bagger or Cheryl would maybe yeah. be in the bottom with Cheryl's Bagger. queen look was appalling. I knew they wouldn't be in the bottom because I think they're two people that the show doesn't want to lose. But I don't think that Gothy actually did deserve to be in the bottom. Unless oh. we're just going off personality, in which case, obviously she did. Um, and then we get the... Uh, yeah, the critiques. Michelle is mad that Cheryl has no purse. Which is correct. They're saying purse, but they mean handbag. So they're not changing their language, are they? They're not. <laughs> You're offended. It's handbag. It is handbag. Um, what is the difference between a purse and a handbag? In England. Yeah. So your purse is what you put your change in, and your handbag is what you put your purse in. in. You never put your handbag in. Well, nowhere if you're, um, what's it, Cheryl? Who have got it? You just leave it at home. So Rue says that's an assault on the Queen, which I personally think would have been more of a fun challenge, wouldn't it? Like, <laughs> who can assault the Queen in the most fun way? Make it your own. And um, Bagger says, see you on Grinder to Andrew when he says he lives in her neck of the woods in Camden. So, yeah, maybe he is on Grinder. What's Andrew Garfield's Grinder name? Spider-Man. Webby. Spider-Web, yeah. Web hands. Web hands? <laughs> Let me shoot my web all over. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the BBC. <laughs> uh, they touch on the fact that it was a loving tribute from Bagger to Amy Winehouse, which we've said that we think... I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. And the show's meant to not be PC. And as we said earlier, we think 
Amy would like that kind of thing, wouldn't yeah, she? Yeah, she would. And we are apparently allowed to speak for her, because <laughs> you were served by her once. I was served. I'm not the only one dropping names. <laughs> and uh, Rue is miffed that the Vivian is wearing flats for not one, but two looks. It is a, it's a risky move to wear flats. It's a kind of a clever move because a lot of the queens I've spoke to, because yeah, I think to <laughs> they um, they say one of the worst things about drag race is standing on the runway for hours on end. Yeah, so any opportunity you can have not to be in heels really benefits you, especially if you have to lip sync. I've never wore heels. Oh my god, it's literally the most painful thing in the whole world. Oh really? Yeah. Where is the pain on the balls of your feet? The heel. The heel. Yeah, it's actually agony. And my tip to anyone listening who wants to wear heels is. When the pain is really bad, don't take them off to give your feet a breather and put them back on because it'll just make it worse. I love the fact that Moon's just nodding along like, yeah, that's so true. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I can, I can yeah. learning new stuff here. <laughs> yeah, some people even anaesthetise their feet because it hurts so bad. What? But I think women do it for so long and start at a young age, they get used to it and maybe they develop thick, hardened elephant skin on their trotters. But if you're... <laughs> but if you're a virgin to it, it is fucking painful, guys. This is no joke. <laughs> Trust. Um, so yeah, I don't blame the Vivian for getting out of it, and she she pulled it off. And then we get, I think this is going to be probably remembered as the most iconic moment of the episode, do you think? Oh, 100%. Which is that Michelle compliments the Vivian on her prosthetic nose, to which the Vivian says, that's just me nose. <laughs> and Michelle then tries to dig and be like, oh no, but you've, you've put makeup on and it's like different. And you've, She was no. digging that hole. She digged that Cheryl hole. It was an iconic moment, and I think it's going to um, yeah be something that's quoted for years to come. Is. Might be getting ahead of myself, but I think so. <laughs> um, Vinegar's slated for wearing the opening scene of EastEnders by Alan. And um, she sa- and she says to Andrew about having C-U-N-T. I fucking got it. It's coming. Don't worry. Which is usually like a death knell for the queens when they say that. But you kind of, she says it with so much... Um, Vigor. Yeah. Vigor, Vigor, Vigor. strokes. Vigor. That you kind of um, believe her. And then they start making fun of Gothi's quiet role, which we've been doing as well. <laughs> And um, Andrew gives some advice about nerves, which is um, ride it and hide it. Mm-hmm. Never you... true word said. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you have to lower the tone? But I was going to ask you, Charlie, because obviously you are a successful, hilarious comedian. Do you ever get nerves before you go on stage? You do. You get nerves always, like, the 10 minutes before you go on. And as soon as you get up on stage, you realise it's, like, fine. It's always about getting to the stage. It's the hardest part. Do you find the longer you've done it, you're less nervous than the beginning? Or is it still yeah. the same? No, you learn to just bombing actually isn't that bad. Yeah. Not that I have a bomb, obviously. Because <laughs> I'm so funny. Um, <laughs> I'm so successful. Um, but <laughs> you learn. Um, yeah, the nerves are always there. But it's good to be nervous. Yeah, people say that, don't they? That like, if you go up and you're not nervous, that means you don't care. So actually, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So embrace the nerves. Ride it and hide it, as Andrew says. And... Um, Someone who surely never gets nervous is Bianca Del Rio. And we've got an interview with her now, which is amazing. If I do say so myself. So we're going to cut to that and see you in a sec. Are you going to be able to watch Drag Race UK? Are you you wanting to watch it? Well, I'm excited because I know four girls that are on it. Um, Yeah, I mean, if if, if I know how to string it and find it, that's always the hardest part for me because I'm geriatric. Um, (laughs) I don't even have a Netflix account because it's too complicated. So if I can get to see it, but the great thing also is social media, then, you know, there'll be some bootleg version of it online that I can find out or just read people's comments and I'll know who to hate. (laughs) And you, um, obviously, you've worked here a lot, so you know a lot about British drag. In what way do you expect it will be different from the American show? 
Well, I think it has to be different from the American yeah. show. And anybody who doesn't think it's going to be different is stupid. Uh, it has to be different because the, the entertainment pool is different, and which is probably one of the reasons why uh, I'm a little more attracted and can relate to the girls here is because they have a live act. The majority of them either sing or, they, or they're uh, actors or performers or, or you know, uh, they're comedians, which in America, it's a little more of the lip sync era. Yeah. Um, not to say that they aren't the same people. I'm just mean that generally you had an act and you worked in a club or you worked in a pub and you did shows. So I, I appreciate that on a level. Um, not to say that I don't appreciate people lip syncing is that I can relate to that more. So I am excited to see their talents. And obviously they're going to have to cater to that talent to make their show successful. Yeah, that's what everyone's saying, that we're confident in the UK about performance, but they're worried that we can't do glamour or turn looks, whereas obviously on your season you could do both. Do you think that well, the... Uh... No, no, actually, on, on American seasons, sometimes that's all they do is give glamour because there's True. no substance. <laughs> yeah, but you you were one of the ones who obviously could were versatile in both. Do you think well, that... Well, I'm not um... glamour. I'm not a glamour girl, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that... Um our British queens might surprise viewers and end up being able to turn more looks than uh, people are expecting? Well, I hope so, because that's a requirement. You know, I mean, not everybody can go on a show with the same dress and every colour like I did. <laughs> <laughs> and still won. It's been done. <laughs> and um, uh, who would you like to see be impersonated on um, the Snatch Game that the UK does? Because that's what a lot of people are excited okay. about. Okay, but before I answer that, i got to let you know they're yelling at me to wrap this up. So um, I'm saying, um, um, uh, who are they going to impersonate? Uh, oh, I'd love to see them impersonate the Cock Destroyers. <laughs> That's your latest thing <laughs> that, that Americans are fascinated with. <laughs> I think the Cock Destroyers would be lovely. I mean, it would probably not all the footage couldn't air, but that I would love to see. And uh, do you think RuPaul will understand all of the British sense of humour? If RuPaul doesn't understand all the sense of humor, she'll pay someone to understand it. So it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and as She's a... got enough money. She could pay someone to understand it for her. Uh, no, I think I think you sell yourself short. I think Ru is actually, Ru is one of those few people that actually enjoys anything funny. Uh, yeah. She When she starts laughing, it's over. So uh, come on. She's not an idiot. I think she knows what she's doing. And uh, you, you know all the people who are on this on the first season, but are there any tips you have for UK queens that you'd like to see on future seasons, assuming it goes on for a long time? No, I think I, well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend anybody doing the second season until they see the first season, see if it works for them. I think that's the big problem. I think when you when you do drag, so many people spend their time circling the globe, going, "Well, when are you going to do Drag Race?" It's not for everyone. If you see it and it is, it works for you, and you think, "Hey, this is something I want to take part of," go and do it. But I would be the last person to suggest or recommend someone doing it if it's not for them. We've seen many people that weren't right for it mentally uh, or in their mind or or in their careers to go on and tackle the show and. It, ended up being disastrous so i think uh i think watch it see if you can relate to it see if you see yourself and other people and if you're up for the challenge it's a lot harder than you think yeah i think a lot of um queens are holding back they didn't apply for the first season because they're doing just that watching it and seeing how it goes so i think um yes yeah i think that might yes, be wise <laughs> well uh thank you so much for talking to me bianca it's a pleasure thank as you. always um and i'll let you go now and i can't wait to come and see you at wembley soon I uh, will see you there, Wembley, Wembley, Wembley. I'll see you there with the wig on. <laughs> of course. Right, I'll see you Take soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Right, now we're going backstage, which um, I think is basically, because we don't have Untucked with Drag Race UK, so I think that this little section of the programme... It is like this. This is our Untucked, isn't it? Yeah, which is, I think, because to, the, on the BBC, obviously, there's no adverts, so they're 
doing an hour show, but they've got more time to fill, so they just include Untucked in it. Exactly. I guess. But I kind of wish there was an Untucked. Do you? I don't know. I've never really been an Untucked fan, I've got to be honest. I feel like back in the day when the queens were less media savvy and less conscious of what they were doing. Do you know what I mean? Less self-aware. It was fun. Like the iconic bitch I'm from Chicago. Yeah. Happening oh. untucked. I never had a sugar daddy. I could have had a sugar daddy. <laughs> um, yeah, you're right. It used to be really good, but the later years, I think they edit it less and it used to have shit editing, but kind of entertaining yeah. editing. And they're just not fighting the way they used to. Exactly. But I think these queens would. And they probably give them more alcohol because they're Brits. They can handle it. <laughs> they the strength. They're all kicking off now. Davina's miffed. She's way out of her comfort zone. She's stressed. Cheryl throws her hat, which you probably think is a good idea because yeah, you don't like the hat. Not good. Vinegar cries. Um, I was going to ask, so how do you feel about people crying in public? Oh my god, I cry all the time in public. Me too. Especially on public transport. Where did you last cry? When did I last cry in public? Uh, I cried in Nando's on Wednesday. <laughs> it was really so spicy. <laughs> that mango and lime is so spicy. <laughs> Shut up, guys. I'm white. Uh, <laughs> I can't handle it. Uh, I was I was describing. Okay, if anyone who knows me knows, this is exactly why I'd be crying. I was describing the film Ratatouille to someone, Aww. and that is my favourite film. It is a good yeah. film, and it does make me cry. I'm going to stop talking about it because I'm going to get emotional on the podcast. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> We're going to cut to a break while Charlie has a <laughs> sobbing fit. Yeah. Um, I cried the other day on purpose. Um, I thought, do you ever feel like you need a cry? Like you need a wank, yeah. Exactly. So it's like the same way that when you need a wank, you watch porn. When you need to cry, I watch the scene in EastEnders where Danny Dyer's son comes out to him. It gets me every Free time. time. You can also wank to it if you want. <laughs> you can do both. Just keep the tissues and see what happens, babe. <laughs> but yeah, I did that because I just felt it pent up. And I was like, let's let's do this, Danny. Let's do this. Um, so then we get the judges doing their deliberations. Andrew says he found the Vivian hot and sexy. Gel. Alan says that so Alan's comment about Gothy Kendall it's gone everywhere it's gone viral hasn't it it has <laughs> he said that she looks like an estate agent who got her face painted and then went back to work and her face painted at Regent's Park Zoo and it's just kind of like perfectly nails the cringiness <laughs> of that look it is it wasn't great and I just love the fact that Alan episode one has just proved exactly, not that anyone ever doubted it, why he's the perfect person for the show. Oh, he's so good. Because he's not harsh. He's not going to offend anyone. He just hilariously manages to say like the perfect thing. So I love the fact that he's going viral. And then, yeah, they all do the raw together to make fun of her, which I was going to suggest we do, but we've already done it. Should we do it again? <laughs> he, that was a bit of a kick <laughs> after she died. Yeah, I'll try. Of course. Er. That was just more one of my burps again, wasn't it? <laughs> okay, the girls are brought back to the main stage and the Vivian wins! And they get to say she beat the competition by a nose, which is a little funny nice pun. Nice pun. Um, do you, we said who we thought should win, didn't we? I said I thought something and you said... Well, no, I thought Cheryl would have won the, S, the hometown look and Crystal would have won. But overall, I probably would have given it something wrong. Yeah, so we're in agreement. That's we good, that's agreement. good. And um, the Vivian wins a Rue Peter badge. I know, cute. It is cute. The idea it? of all these Americans being like, what's that? <laughs> People are mocking it, but obviously they can't give away cash prizes, so Rue Peter badge will have to do. And not going to lie, I want one. <laughs> so, hey. 
So we said who we thought we should be in the bottom. I think that Bagger and Cheryl have been saved, and it's a little bit of rigamorous, but it's fine. It's not the, the rigamorous. It was rigamorous, girl. It was rigamorous. But I think that um, the bottom two is not too controversial. I love the fact that Rue explains what Shantae and Sachet means to the UK public, <laughs> which means you stay, Sachet, which means. Go away. <laughs> it's like, do you really think anyone's watching the show who hasn't seen the American version? I would love to know their thoughts if they just come straight into this episode and be like, what is going on? Yeah, because actually there's not... I didn't think of that before, but there's not been a lot of references to the American show, has there? Good, though. No. There's a tongue part, but that kind of doesn't need yeah, explaining, does it? Exactly. Unless you do it, then it needs a lot of explaining. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Please stop, that sounds Literally like Swedish porn. Aneurysm. Now we have the, the big moment of the episode, which is the lip sync. Dun, 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 dun. And we have, God, I was so disappointed by the song. Oh, were you? Tulipa, new rules. What didn't you like about it, babes? So, I hate that fucking song. <gasps> I think it's shit. I think it's overrated. I think it's overplayed. I think it's crap. I think it's got bad lyrics. I think it's got a bad beat. I don't like it. I don't think it's good to dance to. I don't think it's nice to listen to. I don't like that song. Okay, what do you really think about that song? <laughs> Tell us. Sorry, I, got, I went on a bit of a oh. rant then. But I'm not even dissing that because I don't have to like every lip sync song. But it's not even a good choice of a lip sync song. For example, I don't even really like Shut Up and Drive by Rihanna, but it was perfect. It's, Us, iconic. It's about an energy of a song. It's like, that gives you room to do stuff with it. That song has no energy, new rules, and it just doesn't go anywhere. And it was very hard to give a performance to. So, and if they were insistent on doing Dua Lipa, they could have done that um, IDGAF song. Do you know that one? I do know that one. That would have been better. Like more. I think they wanted to go for a British pop star, which I liked and give a modern yes. feel, but yeah. I think... You obviously like the song, Charlie, so just... I do like the song. That's fine. I love, I love the song with a bit of counting in. One. <laughs> they really embrace the counting in the lip sync, don't they? They both go down that route. Really? They do. I would have gone down that route, gotta be honest. I mean, what else can you do? Vinegar, I mean, it's obvious Vinegar's gonna win from the moment she says, welcome to the Vinegar Strokes show. But then she solidifies it by doing a wig reveal. A oh. <laughs> What did you think? The first wig reveal of the series. The first UK wig reveal. I know. Well, first it was a turban reveal. Let's get it Let's get it real. It was a <laughs> turban reveal with a bit of glitter. I love the bit of glitter. Yes. And then a wig reveal. It, it's no Roxy Andrews. It, yeah, but who is? No, no one will ever do a wig reveal as good as Roxy exactly. Andrews. Exactly. But it definitely is doing better than what Gothy does, which is not a lot, is it? She's not doing, she's not doing the most. I've got to be honest. Bless her. She's but... a little bit... Deer in headlights. Yeah, Bambi. She's got Bambi legs. But we must remember that she's never performed before. Oh, is that Scaredy Cat? Yeah, babes. That's Scaredy Cat, yeah. Sorry, I'm getting them mixed up. Right, so she has performed before. She just looks like she hasn't. <laughs> but she still does better she's than surprising. Charlie. I miss Charlie Hides. No, I meant you, actually. No, <laughs> no I didn't mean Charlie Hides. Um, and Gothy is then confirmed to be the first queen to leave Drag Race. I know! Poor Gothy. The very first. Do you think it's the right choice, though? Out of these two, I do. I think Vinegar brought it. There was no question. She there killed was, her. She did. She was stomping around the stage. She was giving me her counting. Love a queen. <laughs> Love a numerate queen. That's what I look for in a drag queen. Numeracy. <laughs> and she was giving face. She knew the words because Gothy didn't even really know the words. Which... She didn't, and she was holding her stomach in like she had a bellyache. 
<laughs> like, should I get too much Nando's? Oh, Nando's again. Are you going to cry? <laughs> <laughs> it does get me emotional. I hope it's one of those things where vinegar almost went home, so now it lights a fire under her ass. I hope like, so. Nando's. And, like, she goes on to, like, really slay next week. Because she's a great character. I, I, want, I want her to stay. I'm a big vinegar fan. Definitely. Me too. Um, and then, so, Gothi sashays away, and she does, <laughs> she does a reference to Miss Vanji as she leaves. She walks backwards and says, Miss Kendall, Miss Kendall. And I love... I actually thought I'd been waiting for someone to leave the stage referencing Miss Vanjie, uh, but I just think it's funny she did it and again didn't commit to it. She <laughs> just never really committed. If to you do it. something like that, you have to kind of make it funny, and she just I kind know. of slopes off going, Miss Kendall, Miss Kendall. I know. She should have done her gothy Kendall, gothy Kendall. <laughs> that is my favorite catchphrase of the episode so far. I hope just because gothy's gone, you're not going to stop doing that because I really live for it. I live for it, gothy. Bring it back. She says, confidence let me down. I should have gone in all guns blazing. And then she does a roar at the end of her interview, which is kind of better than the one she did at the end. I know. Um, and we actually have an interview with Gothi Kendall. Yeah. I'll apologise now because the sound quality is terrible because it was um, recorded at the premiere, which I haven't mentioned yet. Yeah, oh I'm... my God, you were at... That we... <laughs> I was actually at the, the premiere. premiere. Oh my God. But the music was loud and Gothi was not, as we found out from this episode. Her voice is quiet. So I hope you get the gist of it, but we just wanted to show you that we can get hold of the queens, even if um, we're not supposed to. <laughs> um, so here's Gothi we're Kendall. We're going to down with our massive neck. One way or another. Here's Gothi. <laughs> Did you think for a long time that this was something that you might go for if Drag Race ever if came to the UK? If it was to the UK, I was always like, why not? Like, what was it not to lose, really? I mean, it's such a big platform to be able to showcase what you do the best. Do you know what I mean? So to even be, to even be able to send a team in is like mental, but to actually get paid for it. Did you fancy your chances considering you hadn't been doing it as long as some of the other queens? Yeah, I mean, I think I'll show something different to what stereotypical British drag is. I think that's always good. I mean, on different seasons in life, there are contrasts between different queens, and I feel like there's definitely a contrast from more campy and contemporary. Yeah. And um, do you remember where you were when you found out and you got cast? Yeah, I was in my bedroom. Uh, they were like, are you alone? I was like, yeah! You're alone? I was like, ah! <laughs> it was mental. It's the time like, frame you've got to get ready as well, which is the scariest thing. What was that like? Just nuts. Like, I didn't even know where to start because obviously these girls have been doing it for 10 years, I've got designs that they know, all people like that. Okay, everyone's um, And I was like, shit, where do, where do I go to for like, all this drive and whatever? Where did you go to? Just calling some papers. <laughs> but yeah, it was mental. Did you spend more than you would have liked to spend? Absolutely. But I, I was living in Manchester when I applied. And when I was getting like well with my application, I was like, I've got to move here. And spend the last month spent that got my bank account on drag race. That was Gothi Kendall, um, who, bless her, she's a sweetheart. She is. I mean, you couldn't really hear her then, but <laughs> trust me, she was a sweetheart. She's a babe. I hope she goes on to do good things. I think she will. I mean, look at the first person to leave on the American show. It was Porkchop, so. Hey, Porkchop. Hey, Porkchop, girl. And she's now living and a living icon. So I think maybe the same <laughs> will be true of Gothi. I read her interview with Gay Times today, and she said that... Um, the no, good no, thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> she said the good thing about being first out is that you're more memorable than like the second or third out and I guess there is some truth to that there is all the shade on the second and third people massive shade, shade. let's just call a spade a spade, spade. yeah shade um, and she says they asked her if she'd come back for all stars assuming there'll be a UK all stars and she said um, 
forget All Stars season two. So she's helping for like a. Um, oh, a Vanjie narrative. All right, getting ahead of yourself. I think she is. But good luck to you, Gothy. We're going to miss ya. I miss the gothy Kendall. Gothy Kendall. You won't, because you're going to keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keep it alive. And um, Rue wraps up the show. He says, can I get an amen in here? And then he also asks, how are you doing, governor? So it's like, oh, let's please hope that's the last of that. I know you <laughs> like it, but... I like it. Bring it on. Um, governor? So... <laughs> Bit of crumpet. <laughs> so what did you, Charlie, make of this episode as a whole? I loved it. I'm so pleased. I was so worried, you know, that they were it was going to be too American. It's going to be they was going to take out all the British references. But you had Kim Woodburn. <laughs> horrible, horrible girl. <laughs> That's the last time I do that, probably. Exactly. You had yeah, you had a bit, a bit of Kim Woodburn, a bit of Michael Caine, <laughs> Bagger, Coronation Street. Loved it. And a good old shag <laughs> in Daddy Sauce. I'm just glad how British it was. Yes, it was really British. <laughs> Sound like BMP or something, don't I? It's fucking British TV for British people. We got That's almost all the way through the episode without mentioning the BMP, and then right at the last moment. Classic me, always mentioning the BMP. <laughs> Can't go anywhere without me mentioning the BMP. <laughs> right, so I feel the same. I loved the episode. I, unlike you, wasn't even worried. I knew it was going to be good. I'd heard the interviews with Rue and like the way they were talking about it. I just knew we were in for something amazing. Um, so now the question obviously is, who do we think is going to win? I mean, the Vivian. <laughs> Don't know why I said it. Like, the Vivian. You made fun of me every time I said something weird, so now <laughs> let's soak that in. You just said. The Vivian. The Vivian. <laughs> Gavin and Stacey. I think she's the front runner, I think, yes, now. But, but she uh, won't. Is it yeah. Bob the Dragon? I mean, is it too cocky? I don't know. I think Bagger has a lot to offer. I think she's a rival comedy queen. Yes. I think, I'm going to be biased. I think Cheryl Hall was a dark horse. Mm-hmm. She's the dancing diva of Essex. I kind of agree. I feel like the Vivian is the front runner at the moment. Um, yeah, but it could, it's still wide open. I mean, something really impressed this episode. And yeah, Bagger just seems to be like instantly iconic. Which, yeah. But then sometimes they want to save those queens for all stars. Who knows? Um, who do you think would be next to go? Who's on the chopping block? I'm going to not get this. <laughs> Who's getting executed next? That's the difference in the UK version. They get executed as they leave. They have to leave the EU yeah. straight away. <laughs> must leave the EU. <laughs> Dibbled it. <laughs> you lose citizenship. Who I think is... Uh, who do I think's up for a chop? I think... Um, I mean, I don't want Vinegar Strokes. No, I think Vinegar Strokes will light fire and I think she'll come yeah, back yeah, yeah. stronger. I think... Um, um, I think that um, Scaredy Cat might be next to go. And the reason is, she did well this week because she's a look queen, but we get a teaser of next week's episode and it's um, Downton Draggy. <laughs> Sorry. Great palm. Mm, Great palm. It's okay. And um, so that's an acting challenge. So obviously some of the queens that struggled with looks this week, I think are really going to kill it next week. And Scaredy, she did seem a bit shy. She, she had her one shining scared. moment with, I think I shit myself but I don't know how far that's going to take you in Downton Draggy yeah it does seem she's going to focus on the looks maybe she will struggle with a comedy yeah um, I think Crystal is not that maybe Crystal will struggle with a comedy as well no do you know I actually totally forgot about Crystal then which oh the it, shade that is kind the of the shade from Ed see um, that's not usually a good sign early on is it no you forgot about them unless she camera Michaels it and just kind of gets forgotten all the way until the end. I have to say, her looks, so she comes off this ed, like East London edgy queen. Her looks are quite formulaic drag, dare I say. Now has been shady, Charlie. Oh! 
No, we're both being shady. That's what we're here for. Um, and then I love the fact in next week's teaser, they try to edit Vivian's Kim Woodburn impression when she's saying, horrible girl. Oh, I promise the last one will be the last one. I didn't get it. <laughs> but they're trying to make it look real, like she's having a real argument when clearly she's just still milking the Kim Woodburn. Um, so yeah, Charlie, we reached the end of our episode. The end of our first episode. Oh my god, I'm very proud oh, of fabulous. us. Fabulous. Congratulations to you. Thank so you. Much fun doing I this did with do you. most of the work, let's be honest. <laughs> you should congratulate me back though. Well done. <laughs> Don't make me do myself. Because I do. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm so excited that we've been able to do this and actually made it to the end. I'm excited for Drag Race. It's going to be a great season, though. No? It's going to be really good. I think it's only going to get better from here. I think so. And we're only going to get more bitchy and inappropriate. Exactly. And more accents. <laughs> That's what people want. Yeah, give us your feedback. I think it's going to be overwhelmingly, please, less impressions. Less accent. <laughs> less BMP. Um, <laughs> Never. Never. <laughs> um, but before we go, we need to give some shout outs because a lot of people have helped with this. Obviously, number one on the list producer moon thank you moon you've been amazing um and as we go on we want to get more of your straight opinions <laughs> what did you think of the episode oh i absolutely loved it yeah I see really the straights really are loving it, it. that's a good sign yeah. you've got the what's the opposite of the pink pound the <laughs> the normal pound the pound <laughs> that's it it is the pound <laughs> That was such a stupid question, I'm sorry. And then I would thank my friend Chloe for, um, she sang our amazing theme tune, thank which you're you. all going to have stuck in your head forever. Um, our artwork designer, Ian Hunter, or as I know him, Hunty Punty, for making the amazing cover art, which I think is already instantly iconic. We've got our Cheryl impersonator at Zopperman's. We love you. Thank you. Thank and you. Pete, Pete Wells for all your valuable advice and to everyone who's supporting us because it really does take a village. Um, Charlie, do you have anything to plug or any gigs coming up you want people to You can know? plug, you can get on my Instagram, charlievalentine underscore X. I've got a really great comedy, comedy bloomers gig on October 16th in Covent Garden. Come along. Info on my Instagram. And what are you doing, like a stand-up set? Doing a stand-up set, babes. What day is I'm it? Doing, I'm just doing... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing tongue pops and uh, Kim Woodburn impression. We've heard your fucking tongue pops and <laughs> I would advise you against that. Exactly. And you can also email us at unitedqueendompodcast at gmail.com. And um, if you've got any, yeah, positive things to say, please send it to there. And if you've got any death threats or criticisms, just, yeah, send them to Charlie. <laughs> Um, all DMs are welcome <laughs> dick pics or death threats I'll take them all <laughs> oh. so we're also on Instagram we're on Twitter although our Twitter account is so pitiful I might actually delete it and we have a Facebook page all under United Queendom Podcast and yeah I think that's it we're at the end of our first episode we are should we click it out because we're trying to make that a thing it's going to be a thing what are you talking about Ed? it's already a thing it's already a thing alright thank out. you for listening bye chickens bye